0: You are listening to Holy Heresy, a podcast that looks for the questions found at the intersection of spirituality, justice, and the arts. Holy Heresy is brought to you by the First Congregational Church of Los Angeles. Here we are all welcome, wherever we are on the journey. And we are free to be who we are, to love who we love, and to explore our faith and beliefs at our own pace. Today, we conclude our fall series as Reverend Michael invites us to consider our place in this evolving world. This week, I listened to an episode of Glennon Doyle's podcast featuring Tricia Hersey, who's deemed herself the NAP Bishop. She invites people to rest, not merely to return us to the grind of endless productivity, but because in rest we find spaciousness to imagine the world otherwise. Sometimes I wonder if John's revelation came to him during a long nap. Exhausted by fear and the threat of Roman imperial persecution, His rest becomes resistance, a place for the regeneration of hope, where he dreams the world otherwise. A new heaven and a new earth, he reports, the old order fallen, the whole creation made new, the sum of God's presence unmistakable as the previously unimaginable unfolds, death, mourning, crying and pain. Are no more. I was so sad when I learned of Leslie Jordan's death this week. For me and for millions, his candid, hilarious videos were balm during that first year of COVID and beyond. Some of my favorites were his Sunday morning sing alongs of old gospel tunes with friends. One day he sang in his trademark twang. Some glad morning, when this life is over, I'll fly away. To a home on God's celestial shore, I'll fly away. John imagines that reality of which Leslie sang, not as a distant point in the cosmos to which we'll soar one day, but here, look, the home of God is among humankind. The vision is at once hope for the future, comfort for people experiencing great suffering, as if to say, don't let go, this is not the end of the story, and an invitation to imagine this future unfolding already and always into the present. Heaven, said Rob Bell, is both the peace Stillness, serenity, and calm that come from having everything in its right place. That state in which nothing is required, needed, or missing. And the endless joy that comes from participating in the ongoing creation of the world. Our part in that creation can happen in quiet, subversive, oft unseen ways in kindness, in generosity, compassion, and love. It can happen in the desire for and seeking of understanding and the dismantling of divisions between us. It can happen in reconciliation, reparation, and restoration, in the resistance of and refusal to accept ways and systems that diminish the humanity of many while valuing and enriching only a few or systems and ways that are destroying our planet. And it can happen in the hopeful insistence on otherwise. That's a new definition for me in these last six weeks of this series. Christian faith, I now believe, dares to imagine otherwise, insists on otherwise, creatively crafts otherwise with the holy In a way, that's what this series has been all about. We've examined our alpha stories, if you will, where our spiritual journeys began and where they've led. And though we've let go of much, like images of God that we no longer hold, or beliefs that we came to see harmed rather than healed, we've held the fullness of our stories in compassion and gently let go what was needed open-handed to receive something new. We considered the alpha, or better, the Hebrew aleph of the canon of Scripture, that ancient vision of the beginning, a world created for harmony with enough for all. And we came to terms with how rapidly we continue marring that vision. All of it led us to wonder how our purpose is growing as we live with this dizzying pace Of change. What has yet to evolve in our spiritual journeys, our Omega stories, if you will, remains unknown. Yet John offers a compelling map. It's as if he says, Here's where it's all going that state in which nothing is required, needed, or missing for anyone, where all know justice and peace, and there is no mourning, crying, pain, or death. Take all these, gather them up like stones, and stack them into cairns. Let them continue to point the way forward, the way of the Christ who leads on paths of peace, where love is made visible and real. Venturing on to such paths asks asks for an evolving purpose that considers others that considers the well-being of the whole, that honors the reality of our interconnectedness, and asks of us sometimes what is counterintuitive. So I think it is best to simplify, as Sister Joan, our wonderful companion in this series, has modeled for us, and then to hold fast to that vision. I have grown beyond a list of theological questions and answers, she writes. My God is the essence of life, My purpose rests in God's call to our responsibility for co-creation, and the equality of women is my measure of the authenticity religion, any religion, claims as theological validity. What are our pedal notes? What is spiritually foundational for us as we journey? Such creative visions for life otherwise, the great Thomas Keating wrote, release an enormous amount of energy that can transform church and society beyond our wildest dreams. The power of the stars is nothing compared to the energy of those who endeavor to co-create the cosmos together with God. It is disruptive, to be sure, to our lives and priorities, to powers and systems, anything that has a vested interest in staying the course on our current path of destruction. But that's when we remember that disruptions are what make for new worlds. Disruptions make for new worlds. An exhausted Rabbi Mendel fell asleep one day the prophet Elijah came to him in a dream and led the rabbi into a large room where a big fire was burning and where there was a large table with a huge pot of steaming stew on it. People were sitting around the table with spoons that were longer than their arms. And because they could not eat with these spoons, they sat around this table full of food and starved. Rabbi Mendel found this room and what he saw there so terrifying, he quickly ran outside. And Elijah took him into another room where a big fire was burning and where there was a large table with a huge pot of steaming stew on it. Around this table sat people with spoons that were longer than their arms, but no one starved there. They were feeding each other. The first room, the prophet explained, is hell. The second, the realm of God. Which one we create while we have life and breath is ever before us. Then Rabbi Mendel woke up. The world we so long to see, the one we trust God is creating anew even now, is already breaking in. Evolving slowly yet steadily into our own. So if we want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. Anything we want, do it. Want to change the world, there's nothing to it. Want to be a dreamer, be one. There is no place to go that compares with our imagination. So go there to be free, if you truly choose to be. Pedro Arupe wrote, nothing is more practical than finding God, than falling in love in a quite absolute final way. What you are in love with, what seizes your imagination, will affect everything. It will decide what will get you out of bed in the morning, what you do with your evenings, how you spend your weekends, what you read, whom you know, what breaks your heart, and what amazes you with joy and gratitude. Fall in love, stay in love, and it will decide everything. Will we continue to imagine God otherwise? More loving, more present, more companion than we can fathom. Will we continue to imagine the world otherwise, not as an inevitable place of destruction, but a place full of people and creatures so good, so worthy of care, that all are being loved into new creation as we speak? Can we continue to imagine ourselves otherwise? Our capacity for transformation, for good, for love, far greater than we can fathom. If not, well, we may just need a nap. (laughs) All creators rest from their work, after all. And when we do, I pray we dream and imagine otherwise, and that we awaken internally resourced, a bit more ready, a bit more courageous to co-create that new heaven and new earth for which we so long. May it ever be so. Amen. If you enjoyed what you heard, you can join us for service each Sunday morning in person or on YouTube. Or consider supporting First Church by making a tax-deductible gift at fccla.org slash give.